ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. And thank you for subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. Check this out (laughs) on this podcast. What I'm going to talk about is I'm going to ask the question. Is the office dead? Now, I came to this discussion because of something that I read online a few days ago, and it got me to thinking about just that. Is the office dead? Now, if you've been hiding under a rock (laughs) at the time of this recording, we are still, in spite of what some people may try to tell you, we're still in a global pandemic Uh, with COVID-19. So one of the things that someone said to me uh, probably about a year ago and it made sense and I found myself repeating it often was we don't know what the other side of COVID-19 looks like. Meaning once we get out of this pandemic, what does the other side look like? What does it look like for businesses? What, the, what does it look like for us as individuals? What does it look like for everybody in different walks of life? And while I will adamantly say that the pandemic isn't over, <laughs> it, it isn't over by a long stretch. And I implore people that, you know, just because we're tired of COVID doesn't mean that it's going away. Um, Be mindful about what you do and where you go and who you're around. I mean, I just I just got to give that PSA. But, you know, what they said was, you know. What is the other side of COVID looks like? And we're slowly but surely entering into that realm of answering that question what does the other side of COVID look like and it takes me back to a uh, a conversation that I had with a manager at the company I used to work with Um, I was talking to my manager and this was like March of 2020 right and we were just preparing I mean this is when COVID cases were popping up uh, all across the country, I think at that particular time, like the New York City area was a hot spot. And I distinctly remember her, you know, so she was like, well, I'm pretty sure we're going to shut down and you guys are going to work from home. And I was like, OK, OK. I was like, so I mean, which was cool. We had computers and the whole night. So working from home, you know, wasn't a big thing. I had worked from home, you know, with a previous job before, actually two previous jobs. So it wasn't like it was something new to me. I working from home is, is, is not as cool. It wasn't, you know, no big deal. Um, <laughs> the company that I was with at the time, they were trying to make it a big deal. They were just like, Oh, you know, just make sure that you get your work done. And, you know, because uh, so much of what we do is uh, secured, you make sure that any documentation that you have, you know, on computers or what have you that is locked away and blah, 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 is top secret and social security numbers and, whatever anyway (laughs) um but I distinctly remember her in that conversation telling me one of the things that stood out was she said I don't think we'll be back in the office 
until COVID is gone. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> say, say, say what? And she was like, yeah. She's like, based on the information that I'm hearing from the higher ups, I don't think we'll be back in the office until COVID is gone. Now, again, that was March of 2020. At that particular time, we had no idea of what was about to happen. And honestly, most of us probably didn't think COVID was, would last and be as devastating as it is and has been over this for the better part of the, you know, this, this, this year or what have you. Um, but yeah, she, she told me straight up, she, she didn't think we'd be back in the office. So, you know, I was cool on the idea of, you know, working from home. Um, I (laughs) was particularly fed up with that company. So I was in the process of looking for a job anyway. So that would make it that much easier for me to look for a job because now I don't have to necessarily, you don't have to see me when I'm, you know, dipping out for interviews or whatever the case may be. But that's beside the point. Anyway, so after reading this article, you know, a couple of things popped up and I wanted to kind of address them on here. Um, You know, obviously with COVID changing the way that we did everything, businesses now have to ask themselves, how should we get employees back into the office? Now, I'll be honest, I, I don't have a great answer for that because you know, depending on the line of work that you're in, I mean, I, I granted, if you if you work for the sanitation department, if you're out picking up trash, I mean, you, you, you're not working from home. <laughs> but, you know, if you have a, I'm just kind of speaking to those of us who have a office job or a job where you're working in a particular office with people, um, you know, I don't have a great answer for how they do it. I know it is a very, very slippery slope. And the reason being is that, and I heard this on the news and it's worth repeating right now, more than any other time in the history of this country, the American worker has options and they do. And so now you see a lot of businesses and offices opening, opening back up and they can't find people to come and work these jobs. And it's because people have options and they're like, no, I'm not going to do that. Or I don't want to do this, or I'm doing this. I'm not doing that. In the article, it mentioned about this one lady who, um, she lived in Metro Atlanta, you know, the company she was working for, they told her like, look, you got to you know we got until this particular i think the date was like june 1st it was like june 1st you know we want everybody back in the office blah 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 these are our protocols and you know she because of covid uh did not feel comfortable enough because she's a caretaker for her mother who is elderly she did not feel comfortable enough even with a mask on coming back into the office and so june 1st was her date And in the article, it mentioned she did everything she could. She talked with her employers and they, you know, that while they were sympathetic, they were like, look, June 1st, we need your ass in that seat. (laughs) And she subsequently showed up June 1st with a letter of resignation. 
Yep. While they were preparing for her to come back, she was preparing not to come back. And not only did she resign, but she took a job with a company based in Washington, D.C. Nope, she's not moving. They're allowing her to work from home. Options. So I said that to say this, and it goes back to what they said on the news. The American worker now has options. I mean, like there were a lot of people who when there was the unemployment benefit as well as like some other benefits that were kicking in, you know, in different fields, like let's say the the restaurant industry, you know, why go to work possibly exposing exposing yourself to a disease that could kill you and you could make i don't know i what was the numbers i think it was like three thousand or something you know three thousand a month or thirty five hundred a month something something like that so you know that's probably more and 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 it's probably it, it, the, the opportunity cost of going into McDonald's or going in to work at Old Navy, <laughs> it just wasn't worth it. No, I'll sit and chill and get unemployment as well as these other benefits that the government is giving me as opposed to, you know, coming back to work. Now, granted, you know, we're not those aren't office, office jobs, but you get my point. You know. The like I said, the American worker now has more options and they have a lot of situations like that. And, you know, if you've given people the opportunity for the better part of the, the, the this previous year to work from home. And then all of a sudden you're saying, hey, come on back into the office. <laughs> uh, there are going to be some people that's going to meet that with a level of skepticism. And quite frankly, there'll be some that be like, hell no, I'm not coming. Um, so to answer the question, how should, you know, employees get people back in office? I, again, I don't have a great answer for that. I know I did read that one company in particular said they were offering better flex time. They were given the, uh, uh, given people the option to work fully remote or be in the office. So it wasn't one thing of, Hey, you got to come back into the office. It was like, okay, well, we have a couple of options here. You can work flex time. You know, you can work a couple of days in the office, a couple of days at home. You can work fully remote or you can just be in the office. And they wanted to give people options. And more often than not, they found that when they give people options, not as many as you think will turn to saying, okay, I don't want to work from home. Uh, my old job that I was just talking about, um, I do remember going into the office a couple of days to pick up a couple of things. And I, and honestly, I, <laughs> I went in there to pick up my stuff because they didn't know it, but I was leaving. So uh, I really just went to get my shit, but you know, I disguised it as a work day, but I did have one coworker who she was still in the office and she, she was cool with being in the office. One, there was nobody in there. And she said it and she felt like she could get more work done in the office than she could at home. Uh, she said she had kids and the kids were aggravating, <laughs> aggravating being, you know, on Zoom school or whatever. And it was just easier for her to get her job done being in the office. And, you know, anybody who works in an office, I I can attest, you get a lot more done when there's less people around. At least I do. Um, but, yeah, so some companies are offering that. 
Uh, I did read a, a couple of interesting quotes. One quote came from an, uh, a CEO at uh, Barclays, and he said that, quote, working from home is working as well as it is, but I don't think it's sustainable, close quote. And then another uh, CEO from um, J.P. Morgan said, quote, the employee's ability to focus is fraying when they're working from home. It is hard. It takes a lot of inner strength and sustainability every single day to continue to focus and to not have the energy you need to get from being around other people. Close quote. I don't know about that. I mean, because, yeah, you do get energy from other people, but, you know, sometimes that energy is negative <laughs> and we don't need any more negative energy. Right. Um, so that leads me to the next question. You know, how productive can you be when you work from home? It really depends on who you're speaking with. Like for me, like I said earlier, I worked from home before. So it was really no big thing. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, I'm not really one of those people who, I mean, I work in silence as far as, I mean, no, I have something in my ear or I have music on or podcasts or, or whatever the case may be, but I'm not like, I never turn my TV on. And it's not just because I don't want to see the TV, but obviously there's nothing on TV. <laughs> there's absolutely nothing on TV during the day, but like, yeah, when it, even before when I work from home, I never, never turn my TV on. So people assume that, oh, yeah, if you work from home, you're going to be in your pajamas watching Prices Right and Young and the Restless. Nonsense. Now, no shade to those of you who do, because I'm <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a few of you who do. I can't concentrate like that. I just can't. And my job requires me to concentrate because one decimal point could mess up a whole bunch of stuff if I put it in the wrong place. Right. So how productive can people be when they work from home? I guess it really just depends um, for the people who have been working from home for the better part of this, you know, COVID time. From what I can tell and from the conversations that I've had with people, they've been very productive. Uh, the numbers across the board suggest that, you know, there hasn't been a fall off. Even with my old company, we went, we, we left the office in March and then I resigned and left the company at the end of June. But they, I did find out across the board, like the, the percentage of the production was like through the roof. So people were getting their work done working from home. It wasn't like they were just sitting on their ass, just chilling. Um, so yeah, I, I think people can be, I think for the most part, most of us are professional. Uh, we know what it is that we have to get done. We know what it is we can get done and we have a general idea as to how much time it'll take, uh, to get the job done and we get it done. Um, you know, so like I said, just on a personal note, I left that company and I'm with my current company and my current company is based out of Dallas. So I work from home anyway. So my productivity and everything was going to be up because one, it was a, a, it was a great opportunity to get a 
get this job that I got, making more money, whatever the case may be on down the line, all of the benefits, the whole nine. But, you know, it worked for me. So there really wasn't a lot of trend. There was the transition from going from one company to the next. Uh, But I think people in general, I think, especially considering the circumstances, I think productivity wise, I think they can succeed. I think it'll be a situation where, you know, the numbers will suggest what they suggest. And I think companies will see that, yeah, you can work from home and still be productive. Now, the next part of this podcast is very interesting. The question is, obviously, with the COVID vaccines, um, the vax versus the unvaxed, (laughs) if you will. Um, Companies are going to have there's a very, very tight rope that they have to walk because and I'll even let's just use my scenario. Let's say I am leaving my current company for another company and let's say I'm going into an office. By law, they cannot ask me if I've been vaccinated. Um, you know, they can't even ask the the people who have been working from home that they're bringing back into the office. They can't ask them if they've been vaccinated. Now, I think if you're being interviewed, (laughs) there's probably a subtle way that you can throw that into the conversation just to let them know, like, Hey, I've been vaxxed. So me being in the office, I'm not tripping. But what happens when you have someone who is vaccinated or unvaccinated for that matter, and they're opposed to working in an office, but they want to come to your company. Um, how, how do you handle that? How do you handle bringing folks back into the office and not really knowing who's vaccinated and not vaccinated? I mean, for me, I don't mind going to the mall and putting a mask on as I walk around the mall. That's cool. However, I could not envision myself and it's probably because I haven't had to, but I can't envision myself going to an office and sitting in an office doing my job for eight hours with a mask on. And I've been vaccinated. Right. And that's not to say that I wouldn't. I mean, because I mean, I'm I'm here for the check. Right. (laughs) So if you cut in the check, I'm going to do what I got to do. Right. But I. That's not what I would want to do. And I, and I can only think back to if I if I were still with the company that I was with last, you know, last year. You know, going into an office, getting on the elevator, riding to the eighth floor. And I mean, like there were times where we would be on the elevator. I mean, I'm talking elevators packed, you know, but, you know, post covid, you could only have like four people on the elevator at a time which is virtually impossible because this is a 20-story building right so (laughs) there's no way you get into the 20th floor with just four people on it it's not gonna happen somebody's gonna have to take the stairs right so imagining waiting until the elevator you know is is somebody i mean there's never there would never be a time where there's not anybody on the elevator um you know, prior to COVID, you know, the elevator could be packed. It might not be packed. It might not be anybody on it. It's just, 
I couldn't see that happening um, or trying to figure out how I would navigate through that. Um, but yeah, it, it's a it's a very tight rope that they're going to have to 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 tow. Because, no, you can't ask someone if they're vaccinated, you can't, you know, at the most, I think offices can say, well, hey, we're bringing people back in, you know, and I, I don't even know how you handle the mask situation, because. If a mask is not mandatory in anything other than a federal building, you know, does it have to be mandatory for your office? I don't have a great answer for that. Maybe somebody who's listening can tell me who's working back in their office, um, how they're actually doing that. But, you know, I, me just sitting at my desk, you know, with a mask on, I, I couldn't do it. I mean, I, I, I'm not gonna say I couldn't do it. I wouldn't want to do it. I'll just put it like that. Um, the one thing, the one thing I can say that has been uh, quite obvious, and I thought about it, you know, even thinking back to my old company that has not happened to me over the last, for the better part of the last two years, I haven't been sick. And what I mean by sick, I don't mean like COVID sick. I mean like I haven't had a cold. You know. It, you normally get colds and you know stuff like that from whom your co-workers right and i remember being in the office and you know people just coughing it's funny because covid19 got here in according to you know scientists or whatever got to the united states in you know january of 2020 well i had a co-worker who sat right next to me and I am almost convinced that December of 2019, she had COVID. Looking back on it, she had all of the symptoms. I just remember she was sitting next to me and this lady coughed all freaking day long. <laughs> and people were like, yo, yo, T, you need to go to the crib. You need to go to the doctor. Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. And so, like, she coughed all day. And then, like, the next day she came in and she coughed until about 10 o'clock. And she was like, all right, I'm out. And so she went home and then she started having these, like, flu-like symptoms. And she was out work for a week and then she came back. But even talking to her when she got back, you know, looking back on it now. Now, nobody would have diagnosed her with COVID-19 at that particular time because they didn't know what it was or whatever the case may be. But I'm almost convinced based on what she said and what she was doing that she had COVID, which is a possibility that she had COVID and was coughing amongst all of us and spreading it. And, you know, none of us got sick or anything, but still, that's that's not that's beside the point. Um, you know, now. So how do you navigate that when you're sitting in an office and somebody starts coughing, you know, even if they're coughing and. <laughs> Even if they're coughing in a mask, because I one thing I do know just from being in public over this past year and a half, if you're in public and someone sneezed or someone coughed, man, somebody would be ready to kick your ass for real because people would assume automatically that you have COVID. It didn't even matter if you had allergies, right? <laughs> you're in the grocery store about to get jumped because you coughed. <laughs> but that's what it is. 
So companies are going to have a hard time, you know, trying to figure that out, you know, between the vaxxed and the unvaxxed. Um, ultimately, what would I do? I'm not sure. Um, if I had to be in an office again, I definitely would be. I mean, because I need a check, right? But at the same time, I'd have to have some say in that. I have to have some clarification, some clarity or whatever the case may be, because you know, it's not like, I mean, you can go to the basketball game or the football game and they have a vaccinated section over here and an unvaccinated section over here. I mean, like you're not doing that at work. You know what I'm saying? You're not having a <laughs> these cubicles over here for, for the vaccinated, these cubicles over here, you know, for the unvaxxed. Um, yeah, I, I definitely go back into an office again. Honestly, based on my line of work and where I am in my career and where my industry is I'm probably not going back into an office Uh, I wouldn't be opposed to going into an office but I'm probably not going back into an office Um, and I'm okay with that now there are some things that I do miss about the office I miss you know obviously I was always cool I always had a couple of co-workers that I was cool with and so I miss the camaraderie and meeting of those co-workers I don't miss getting dressed up every day I don't miss casual Fridays. I don't miss I don't miss uh, people not refilling the the coffee, uh, coffee filter thing. Um, I don't miss dudes peeing on the wall and and not the urinal. Uh, I don't miss that. It's amazing. You're a grown ass man. You can't aim and you're standing right in front of the urinal, bro. How how is pissing it up on the wall and on the floor? I don't know. But that's beside the point. But. Yeah, there's some things that I miss about the office. And then there are obvious things that I don't miss about the office. No, I don't miss people being in your face. I don't miss people being close to you. I don't miss people, you know, the awkward silence or the awkward laughs on the elevator when people are trying to be funny. Um, I don't miss that at all. I don't miss uh, coworkers being sick and coughing. Um <laughs> I don't miss coworkers bringing their kids to, to the office, uh, which was which actually was a thing. Um, I probably shouldn't say. It. Fuck, I'll say it anyway. She, she don't, I don't care about her. She don't listen. She don't listen to podcasts anyway. I did have this one coworker who would bring her daughter to the office. She wouldn't do it often, but she'd do it sometimes. And like her daughter, do- her her daughter would actually sit up under her desk and watch like YouTube stuff on her iPad during work. And I'm like, why is your daughter up under your desk first and foremost? But, you know, don't you have like a babysitter or something? Like, I mean, this ain't daddy daycare. But um, <laughs> like I said, she's not going to listen. But even, and if she did, I don't care. She ain't like me no way. So it's good. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, nah, I. I would I, I I would definitely go into an office if I had to. I, ultimately, I don't think I will have to. Um, but yeah, just let me know what you think if you're listening to this podcast. Uh, uh, on a scale from one to ten, with ten being the highest, how likely is it that you would go back into the office? With ten being highly likely, um, and one being not at all. Um, yeah, let me know. I, I, I'm interested to see. But this was a very interesting article. Like I said, ultimately, we are in the process of finding out what the other side of COVID looks like. And to be quite honest, 
it's going to be an interesting next few years. That's going to do it for me, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for checking out this edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm your boy, 12 Kyle. I'll catch you guys next time. Five G's.